The Liz Callaway Show with Nick Summers, featuring Breitbart Talks on Talk 94.5. All right, and joining us right now is Kurt Zindulka. I love saying his name. Call Good morning. <laughs> Good morning, Kurt. Good morning. Thanks for having me, Liz. Yeah, thank you so much for joining us. You know, um, when we were uh, watching the elections going on in Argentina, we were loving Malay. Javier Malay was just like really cool, you know, with the chainsaw and everything. And it is very Trump-esque. And we've seen some other Trump-like candidates coming through um, around the world. Uh, I'm just wondering, you know, you did an article um, about a global MAGA movement. Has that still is that still going on? I mean, it it was going on, I think, way back when, like in 2017, 2016, I, I feel. And it does it seem it seems like it keeps going. Yeah, that's right, Liz. I think 2024 is going to be a big year for the international MAGA movement, populism in general. Um, yeah, we've just come off big wins in Argentina with Malay, like he talked about. And uh, Malay told told Trump that he told Breitbart that Trump was sort of showing the way for a lot of these populist candidates around the world how to win. And we've seen big wins recently in the Netherlands with Geert Wilders, uh, one of the biggest populist figures there. And 2024 is going to be one of the biggest election years in history. Um, it's going to be about 40 percent of the global population is going to the polls, some 3.2 billion people. Mm. And obviously there's a presidential election in the United States, but there's also the European Parliament elections um, happening in June. And maybe like Brexit did in 2016 before Trump, these European Parliament elections could see the right wing actually take over the European Parliament um, after this, which would have been unthinkable just like a few years ago. But after all of these failures from the globalist agenda to mass migration to the failures of the green agenda, which are on full display across Europe, it looks like there's going to be some big movement for the populists in 2024. And, you know, there was, a, there was an article in Bloomberg over the weekend saying 2024 is the year of elections, and that's a threat to democracy. Um, because oh, wow. the left doesn't, they don't, they don't see democracy is the will of the people. They see democracy as they, their, their power, right? They don't care what the actual people think, but they, they might, they might get what, what's due to them in you this know, year coming up. What's it? You just reminded me that in that latest, um, speech that Biden gave and he was talking about how he won, he actually refers to the 81 million votes, but as we all know, it's the electoral college that votes, you know, that elects the president. So for him to even be talking about that, was he trying to say, you know, that he was the populist president? You know, he was the one that was more popular than Trump. 81 million people voted for him against Trump. You know, I, I'm just wondering, like, there seems to be, you know, um, this this competition between Biden and Trump on a different level. Like he just wants to show that he's more popular than Trump, but does it really matter? Um, well, you're right. You're right. It, it's the electoral college, obviously in the United States, but I, I think pretty much every poll these days is saying that Trump is, is far more popular than Biden is right now. And it's just been three years of complete failures um, mm -hmm. from his, his leftist government and, Biden economics, and the same thing is happening in Europe. They're trying to mimic exactly what 
Biden is doing on on every front from the green agenda to the economy, and it's just failing, and the people are are fed up with it, you know? You know, I was just watching some video, I don't know if you saw it yet, out of Ecuador, where these um, gunmen came into a live TV show and took over and held the journalists hostage and took over the TV station. Um, And uh, they were talking about how Ecuador has just been run over with these gangs. And I remembered that their presidential candidate was assassinated um, that was running against the current president because he was uh, saying that he was going to, you know, be, uh, get rid of the this narco state, he said. And he ended up getting assassinated. And then the, the seven people that got arrested, they got killed in jail. I mean, it's like out of control over there. It seems to me, you know, when you start seeing candidates being assassinated, it's a very scary thing because it actually t- tells me that Whoever is killing these people, they're afraid that there will be too many votes for them. There's been a lot of talk about that being a a uh, fear regarding Trump. Um, Tucker has mentioned it. Other, I think Alex Jones mentioned it. When we get yeah, that's to, right. And when we get to talking we're, we're about that, it's scary. Yeah, it's it's very scary right now because. The left is going to use everything in their power to remain in power. And we're seeing st- st- political violence across Europe as well. We've seen an, a, an apparent assassination attempt on the founder of a populist party in Spain. Um, and in Germany, we've seen uh, multiple physical attacks against uh, politicians from the alternative for Deutschland, the populist party there. And What's really amazing about that, it's, it sort of mirrors what's happening in the United States with the Democrats uh, trying to use legal actions to prevent Trump from becoming president again. In Germany, we're seeing the governing party, the Social Democratic Party, the leader of that, just this month called for the, the Alternative for Germany party to be banned outright. Mm-hmm. And to protect democracy is what they're saying. Yeah, and then, saying, and you, you can't, you can't, you can't vote for who you want because that would endanger democracy. Which is the opposite, obviously. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and like them trying to take candidates off the ballot—that's not just happening to Trump. Yeah, exactly, and and we're seeing it across Europe. They know that that. that their agenda is unpopular, so they're going to use every lever of power to try to to try to stave off this populist revolt. But what we're seeing in in places like Germany right now is we're seeing a popular uprising that isn't even um, at the ballot box. We're seeing tens of thousands of farmers take to their tractors, and they're shutting down the entire country in response to the the leftist government in Berlin. Um, trying to enact their anti-farmer agenda. They're trying to, the, the government's cutting uh, farmer subsidies and trying to hike their taxes while increasing the money that they send over to Ukraine. And the farmers are like, no, we have power too. The people have power. We've seen this in the Netherlands with the farmers there too, in Canada with the truckers. The, the left and the globalists, they're going to try to do everything they can to stop you, but you People need to remember that you have power to protests yeah. work, peaceful protests work. The left has been doing it forever. And I think it's, it's time that the right in general has wakes up to this and we're seeing this happen. But, you know, Kurt, 
I just played a six-minute segment of CNN interviewing a January 6th um, uh, rioter who was arrested. And she is now going to jail for five years after spending a couple of years in home detention. She's a mother of eight, grandmother of six, um, and they're sending her to jail. And I watched that whole interview and she's like, my life depends on Trump getting reelected because he's going to pardon me. And he told us that. And um, I'm actually worried because when you see people being persecuted for protesting because of political reasons and going to jail and awaiting trial. And I mean, the abuse is unbelievable. And you see Trump actually battling the same thing. And they're even questioning presidential immunity. I mean, he tried to explain why yesterday, why immunity is so important. It's because the other opposing political party could arrest you for like doing presidential stuff. And that's, (laughs) we're getting into dangerous waters here. If anybody's an existential threat to democracy, it's them. And I don't even know who them is. Is it the Biden administration? Is it the Obama administration? Is it is it the CIA? Is it the FBI? Is it the DOJ? I don't know who them is. Do we know? I, I think it's it's all of them. I mean, with the caveat of not probably not so much Biden. It's, it's questionable how much he's actually aware of what's going on these days. True. But certainly, Obama and the the Obama deep state is certainly still controlling things in Washington. And you're right. It is. It's very scary times. Um, this is this is cla- textbook uh, communist style playbook. Yeah. This is what they do in places like China. This is what they did in the Soviet Union, and even still today in Russia to some regard. And yeah, they're 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 going all out because they see Trump as an existential threat to their power. You know, not democracy, but their power. Right. So they're going to do everything. And but it's horrible what's happening to some of these people for, from January sixth. But they're trying to intimidate the people, you know. And what we have to do is, is what people have to think is is that it will be worse if if you don't stand up, mm. you know. If you, if you don't make a stand now, it, it will just get worse. I mean, I'm not so saying it, break it, the glass you know, on any buildings yeah. or anything like that. No, of course not. It, peaceful protests are the way that works. Yeah, We're but seeing that in Germany even, right now. Yeah. These, are, these are all peaceful pro- farmers that are just taking their tractors out on the streets and shutting down cities. And you can't claim, I mean, the government's trying to claim that it's Russian influence or, or they're all racist. But as long as you just maintain your peaceful protest, you are going to win out in the end, I, I believe, anyway. Well, I don't know. Did the tractor trailer drivers in Canada win? I mean, a lot of them lost their businesses, their tractor trailers, their bank accounts. What what um, what Trudeau did up in Canada to those people during the COVID? Yeah, I mean, they were trying to they were trying to fight back. They were beaten down. Well, I think I think what you have to consider is that it's, it's these these globalists power players and these institutions have been created over decades, you know? So it's not going to be the case where there's just one protest or one election. And then all of a sudden it goes back to the, the, the America we thought of, or the Europe we thought of. It's, it's going to take a long time and it's going to take, it's going to take a lot of effort. Mm-hmm. And, but I, 
the, the good will win out in the end, and I think people just have to keep that that faith alive, or else we're all we're all doomed, you know. Yeah, yeah, I know. I mean, I feel like you know we are forever changed since Trump. I mean, the biggest contribution he made was he he took that you know that uh, veil away and expose the media for what they are, these governmental agencies for what they are on a large scale. Many of us suspected, but I mean, he really shook the tree and those nuts fell out. Like it was so obvious what the media is doing and it, and it has caused great division in our society. But I mean, I think, like you said, I mean, it was, it's like an infection that just had to be, you know, broken out and relieved because, um, I don't know what would have happened if Trump did not get elected in 2015. What if we had a Hillary Clinton for president and then had COVID? Or maybe COVID was because we had Trump. I don't know. I mean, I don't trust anything anymore. You know, I mean, I believe uh, China had this whole COVID thing going on because they had to shut down those Hong Kong protests. That's why they had. That's what I believe, because all that all happened at the same time. And it backfired on mm, Yeah, them. I mean, you can't put anything past the the communist regime of China. And it's, it, you know, we've seen Trudeau express his, uh, his admiration for, yes. for how they run things in Beijing. And I think they have a lot of fans across the West right now. And they're certainly trying to... Communists will do anything to remain in power. Mm-hmm. That's, just, that's just the way it is. Yeah. Well, Kurt, um, I don't feel any better talking with you, but I appreciate your time. <laughs> well, look, I'm, like I'm saying, 2024, it's going to be a big year for elections, and the the German farmers give us some hope. So yeah. there's a little bit of positive for the end. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And, and it's even more reason for us to keep fighting and to get out and vote. Uh, Kurt Sindulka of Breitbart, thank you so much for joining us. We'll talk to you next time. Thank you.